0: This I Work For Him podcast is brought to you by the Pocket Testament League. Visit ptl.org for practical resources and encouragement to help you share
1: your faith. ptl.org Where we focus on transforming the workplace of every Christian into a mission field. Why? Because we believe that your workplace really is a mission field. That the work that you do, the job that you hold, the people that you work with, all of that is not by chance the people that you work with they need to meet jesus and you may be their only chance so every day and I work friend martha and i we just want to bring your attention and to the idea the paradigm shifting that needs to happen in your mind as well as connected to some ministries that are really making an impact but
2: we need to hear from you yeah, okay Sure, we do. (laughs) Did I just wake up or something? No, you didn't no. I just was like, What do you need? (laughs) We want to hear from you because we want to be able to We need words
1: of affirmation is what it is. No. No? Okay.
2: No. What we wanna know is that Uh, the content, the things that we're talking about, the conversations we're having, how are they impacting people's workplaces? That's you, you listeners out there. How is this impacting you? What are you walking away with and um, applying in your workplace, applying in your mission field? And what are you seeing God do as a result of that? That's what we want to hear. So please call our listener line at 866-713-9675 eight six six seven one three work and you can leave us up to a minute message um no you don't get um more than a minute so, please don't think you just I mean, you're welcome to call back again and leave an addendum if you need to. A few people have done have we that. Had people do that, oh, yeah, okay. All oh right. yeah, because, you know, it's it, there's a lot to say sometimes. but um we we love that. We'll take it in any form that we can. So there's room if you want to keep calling back and leave addendums. and we'll we'll piece it all together.
1: well, and really, what we're trying to do is we know that the questions that you're asking, the things you'd like to hear us talk about during this first segment of every show, are there things that other people are probably asking about? But they're not willing to call into the listener line. So we'd love Don't to hear from shy. you. Don't be shy. 866-713-9675, 9675 All right. Now, here's the question. I've got a great question. We have a phenomenal guest coming up today yeah, we do. On, on the show. Phenomenal guest, Michael Chetlett with the Christian Business Network. He's going to come on in the second segment. So the first segment of the show, here's, here's the question. I love this. Okay. Comes in via email uh, from a listener. I had a fight with a coworker they know i'm a christ follower now it's awkward Mm. what do i do martha
2: well, of course, me, probably the woman in me wants to know what the fight was about. <laughs> you know, were they fighting over cubicle space or were they fighting over who Let's hope not. worked on a project or who got credit for something? I mean, it, you know, th- it'd be interesting just to know because, and what is a fight? You know, are they were they yelling at each other or did they just get each other's feelings hurt? I don't say just because that is a big deal. Um, but wow. I, I'm okay. just curious. So if you're no, willing no, 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 no. That's okay. Don't go there. Oh, we don't have
1: I, any uh, that information.
2: I know, but so I'm. But that's where my mind goes. So with all of that unknown, um, it is. It can be very awkward, especially if an argument is left, still as an argument. <laughs> so um, I know the thing that you have taught me over the years, Jim, is that um, hitting a situation like that head on is always better than avoiding it and ignoring it and Uh, dealing with the awkwardness long term it might be a little awkward at first to just approach them uh, take the high road I guess those are my words there. just you know approach the situation humbly and take the high road and and be the first to initiate um, some kind of reconciliation
1: and that's exactly where I would go with this I mean in, in an argument there's always two people and normally both people have if it's gotten to an argument standpoint both people have become wrong because yeah. Ooh, good point uh, and, and so you even if you weren't the one that was wrong at first you were wrong in letting it become an argument and and, and hurt feelings and anger get involved so just the first thing i think you need to do is a, you just need not just go like i'd like to apologize don't say i want to apologize to the person say please forgive me um and, and just list off all the things that you did wrong in this situation.
2: Yeah, so great words from Ford Taylor of Transformational Leadership. He taught us, you know, it's nice if you say, I would like to do that, but actually do it, actually apologize and say, I'm sorry. Yeah. And then, you know, another part of what he, um, Ford Taylor taught us, um, there's a whole, there's six steps to an apology, but one of them I think that really stood out to me that he taught us, Jim, is to then ask the question, is there anything else that I've done that I need to ask for forgiveness for. Because we may be approaching this one little situation, but it really actually might have stemmed for something bigger. Yeah, you might have ticked them off weeks ago. And so I'm giving them permission to bring up something else that might have been the bigger problem. So the whole six
1: step apology is what you're talking about.
2: Yes. So I bet you they can just Google six step apology for Taylor and they will find all the steps out there. I don't have it right here on my. Um, actually, I could do it. I have my laptop here today. Yeah, your
1: laptop in the studio. I do.
2: So I'm gonna look that up while you're you keep talking.
1: Okay. All <laughs> right. So, but really, the biggest thing is always take the high road, which is really the low road. Humble yourself before your friend and your coworker, and just set the uh, uh, set the standard because you're gonna have arguments because they're people. And you're not going to agree on everything. But hey, we
2: actually did a show, April 19th, 2017, that we called The Six-Step Apology, so people could go back and listen to that show. It came up What when was I, that date again? Uh, April 19th, 2017. But if they type in Six-Step Apology on our website, that show will come up, um, but I am finding the, the details for it, Okay.
1: Too. All right. So, would you want to go through them? Yeah.
2: Um, I, I, I'm assuming this is it. Acknowledge the offense. I did blank. Admit that you were wrong. Use the words, I'm sorry, I apologize. Ask, will you forgive me? And say, can I give you permission to hold me accountable? Not can
1: I, I give you permission. I
2: give you permission to hold me accountable. And then I think that last thing, number six is, is there anything else I need to apologize That's for?
1: transformational leadership. That's right. Taylor. That's right, love that. Okay, so great point on that whole deal. Just, you know, if you're gonna have an argument, i don't know michael miracle have you ever had an argument with anybody in a workplace ever before i mean I, you know i just i'm trying to think you know that might be something that ever happened have you ever gotten in one of those conversations where well you had to apologize somewhere um
0: i i, I you know what i have been but it, it wasn't with a co-worker it was with um Uh, A customer I was going to say The UPS guy That comes in every day (laughs) Mm -hmm. And it wasn't here But it was at an earlier An earlier position Sure Um, And it was uh, Less of an instance Where I think That I had done Anything wrong And more like Working in a customer Service capacity Uh, Where somebody was upset mm -hmm. And I had to sort of Handle that situation
1: Oh yeah Those are tough Mm -hmm. Uh, Those are I mean But but it's But the same thing Can happen with the UPS guy The FedEx guy You just said a customer Or a vendor But our But our coworkers We spend a lot of time With these people I mean, we spend a lot of time on the clock with these people. So, did you have any different advice you would have given that listener, Michael? Uh,
0: no, that's sound for sure. I mean, you got to—I like that six-step apology approach. I remember when that was uh, mm-hmm. a thing we were talking about. That is sound advice for sure. Um,
1: and just going to the root of the problem as well, I think, is probably very, very important. Yeah, keep digging, keep digging. And, and that's really as a Christ follower in the workplace, as when you when you look at being able to say, "I work for Him," we have to. Just live out Romans 12:2 each and every day. I mean, uh, the whole idea is we need to stop copying the the behaviors of this world, because <laughs> uh, the world
2: will tell you. The world will tell you. Just
1: avoid it; nah, it'll just, go away. Just keep fighting. Yeah, just avoid it; it'll go away. That's what the world They'll will say, say.
2: It's good entertainment. Yeah. Let's just have a little tension here in the workplace. <laughs> yeah, I don't think people say that, but people don't like confrontation. Uh, no, if they're the onlookers, they might. They're like, oh, this is interesting. This is well, yeah. better than the work, yeah, right? Yeah, you want to be, be the talk
1: of the lunchroom? <laughs> no. I don't think so. But as Christ followers, we do need to be able to step, we need to be look different. So we got to stop copying the behaviors and customs mm. of this world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. Confrontation needs to be handled differently than you did before you were a Jesus follower. And you need to set that example because there's a lot of hurting people out there and it's because they've had a lot of confrontation, but that's never been really dealt with in a healthy way.
2: And if you don't take the opportunity to um, confront it and in the situation with a coworker, ultimately what a lot of bosses do is they make those fighting people work together on a project so you're ultimately going to end up having to deal with it and that's then you're getting your hand forced so you know do it in in the timing that god puts in front of you not waiting until it's an absolute necessity
1: yeah no it's a, that's a thing it just needs to get dealt with It's a a tough thing. Great question. Do do appreciate the question. Do appreciate your honesty. And you're not the only one that has had a conflict with somebody at work and you're being a Jesus follower. I I think I probably (laughs) wrote the book on that. But just being able, again, write the book on apologizing is the most powerful thing. Mm -hmm. Because when you apologize, you just set a standard that is just so different than what people are used to. uh, And that's what we're doing. That's what we're talking about. Good word. So you're listening to I Work For Him, where we help you connect what you hear on Sunday with what you do in your Monday through Friday. Why? Because you're a light for Christ in your workplace. And step one in revitalizing your workplace, revitalizing our nation, is to recognize your workplace as your mission field. And I Work For Him is all about transforming the workplaces of every Christian into a mission field. And so today we are going to present you with a brand new tool. We're so very excited about it. We're so excited about this. And we're very excited about it. But Martha, before we do, we want to invite people to call in and leave us a message with maybe a topic or something like for us to cover on the show. Uh, Maybe a question they've got about how they're living out their faith in the work, something like that. I mean, just talk, tell them how to do that so or maybe we, it's somewhere else you want them to talk to us on facebook i don't know what do you want to do
2: No, we have a i work for him listener line and um what we're doing is just encouraging our listeners to pick up the phone for um not being shy giving the opportunity for you to connect with us that way and if you want me to call you back i'm happy to do that that's just the way to start the conversation 866-713-9675 866-713-WORK. And one of the things I was thinking, Jim, is as a result of today's show, it may stir in people something um, you know that they get excited about, whether it's a way that they can use the Christian Business Network, somebody who else who needs to know about it, but they don't know how to connect to them, whatever it might be. Um, I just want to encourage people to really think outside of the box and, and what God might be directing in them and then um, take that first step.
1: You know the conversation goes back to this: Is it networking or is it relationships? <laughs> In the kingdom of God, we need to be connected, but uh-huh. the depth of that connection is determined by the effectiveness of what needs to be accomplished and the depth of the relationship. And how do we, how do we do this with Jesus followers from all over the globe? How, uh, globe, how do we get connected to people all over the globe? And and do we want it just to be networking? Or do we want, as Matt Bird would say from the UK, do we want it to be a system of relationology? You know, enter Michael Chetlett from the Christian Business Network out of Baltimore, Maryland. The Christian Business Network is an international association of Christian business and ministry professionals. And I work for him. We would say that those are the same thing because we know that those in business are in business tree, in ministry as well. So mm-hmm. this network of business and ministry professionals is really just a network of people who love Jesus. I think it may be best for you to hear all of the details from Michael Chetlett. so we'll welcome him. Michael Chetlett, welcome to iWork For Him.
3: Thank you, Jim and Martha. Very, very excited that we finally got the opportunity to do this. I'm honored.
2: Oh, that's great! Yeah, our paths have crossed, and God keeps on uh, connecting us. And so now is the opportunity for our listeners to get a chance to hear about the Christian Business Network. But first, Michael, I want our listeners and myself to hear just a little bit about how you came to follow Christ.
3: Yes, I was um, the second of uh, eight children um, in a in a good Catholic family in Baltimore, Maryland, mm. and we grew up in a uh, three bedroom. One, uh, yeah, three bedroom, one bathroom. Wow. Row home in Baltimore, and that was fun. Uh, can you imagine eight <laughs> children, and we each had 15 minutes in one bathroom in the morning starting at five o'clock? Get in, get out, and we, you know, it, it was just life then. We didn't, nothing to complain about. So, you know, as I grew up, I, I it's interesting because I served as an altar boy, and I actually had aspirations to become a Catholic priest. Mm. The problem is I realized uh, later on that I couldn't be a priest and get married and own a Jaguar at the same time. So uh, the Lord just continued I'm not quite to sure why
1: on mind. God's green earth you would <laughs> ever want to own a Jaguar. <laughs> but because, that's what uh, it you know, meant to
3: uh, him. Just a glutton
1: for punishment? Okay, sorry. I had <laughs> that, to mention. Well, that's it,
3: because the Tesla wasn't around in those uh, days. Ah, there you go. So that's why.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay.
3: All right. So um, I, just, um, I just think that God continued to woo me um, over time. Uh, to himself, and when I, when I entered college, I went to college at University of Maryland, Baltimore County, and when I did, it's interesting because uh, while I had the establishment, again, of the faith, but I didn't know Jesus Christ, being, and I was a lacrosse player there, so you're in the sports team with the jocks and, you know, the whole worldly way, and over time, I just felt, you know, my, my life was trying to bifurcate and head in two different directions, and you know, I just kind of sensed, Mike, is this what you want? Is this what you want? So God was just really working on me. And then on April 18th, a- Easter Sunday, actually, April 18th of 1976, so we're mm-hmm. talking like 43 years ago, mm-hmm. I was uh, I was a maintenance uh, RA for the three dorms there. So I had the master key to go back, and I went back, and I was trying to study on the balcony. And lo and behold, this Messianic Jewish Christian, you know, came by. And he drove by, yes. and I so I kind of went down you know, from the patio, and I leaned in his car, and we're chatting, and he had a Bible laying on his seat. I said, do you read the Bible? He said, yeah. He says, do you? I said, well, yeah, actually, I privately have picked it up and began reading it recently. He said, are you born again? And these are the uh, Jimmy Carter days. I said, well, I was baptized in the Catholic Church. He says, but have you received Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior? I said, I've always believed Jesus Christ to be the Son of God and Savior of the world, and I don't remember anything else he said, all I know is, I'm thinking, how does this guy know God? Mm. I mean, he just, how do you know God? You're not a priest. And he just kept talking. And, and after a few minutes, I, that was, I was getting too exposed. I said, I got to go. He <laughs> said, would you like to talk about it later? I said, fine. He said, how about tonight? I said, fine. So after that, I went up and sat back on the balcony and tried to study. And that's where the spiritual... I'm telling you, it was spiritual warfare. It was all except for hearing, you know, the right side, left side, you know, the angels on the right and the devils on the left, <laughs> it was almost like that. I tried to study. There was kind of like a voice, not an audible voice, that said, you need to get serious consideration to what this guy said. And the other side said, man, nah, get back to your studies. You This is exam week. Back and forth, back and forth. Finally, I just kind of put the book down and did my best to conceive. What is this guy talking about? How does he know God? Short story, later on, he came, sat in my dorm, and we talked. Don't remember a word he said, but God used him to put the pieces of the puzzle together. Mm. Now, the Catholic, I had lots of puzzle pieces, but then it was works. And so God used these. and he put up, pulled out works, put in grace. This guy left, and I'm like, wow. I kneeled beside my bed, and I said, Jesus, I don't understand all this. I just know this. I just wanna, I wanna accept you as my savior. I've screwed up my life. I really want you to be Lord. And I knew that night. I just knew it. It was like the Holy Spirit just did his work. I knew that night if I died where I would go. And that's so. That's kind of the the short story. And I'm I'm just so grateful that you know God did the work in a, in, a, in a just a very quick fashion to bring bring me to Himself.
1: You know, Michael, we're here mm-hmm. today to talk. about, thank you for sharing your story. Mm-hmm. Thank you for sharing your story. We're here to talk today about the Christian Business Network. But in order to understand, yeah, you, know, you know, the whole idea behind the Christian Business Network, I need to know. And our listening audience, you know, at what point in time then did you make that connection between your faith and your work? How did the Lord help you do that?
3: Yeah. Uh, while I was on the campus of UMBC, I can't tell you where it was, there was just an impression at one time. Again, it wasn't an audible voice, and it wasn't extremely clear. There was a sense like, Mike, you will never be satisfied pursuing a normal career. It's almost like I said, what? Mm-hmm. And I just knew I would never be satisfied pursuing a normal career. I had no idea what that was. And so over time, and I've been in business for 40 years now, since really 1979, and yet I had a real passion to really know the things of God deeper. And so during uh, one stint in business, uh, my brothers and I started a business. And so we owned that for seven years, and I can tell you this, every year during that seven years, I kept saying to God, I'm destined for seminary, when? And he wouldn't answer. He didn't say seven years, he just said in due time. Lord, come on, man, you're keeping it a secret. So anyway, after seven years, we actually sold the business. I went to seminary to uh, Columbia International University in South Carolina, a wonderful seminary. Mm. Came back, got in business again, but I hear it was I was in business, but I was also involved with ministry in a church and I was teaching at Chesapeake Seminary. And so I had this kind of two-track thing, like, when is God going to pull me out of work into the kind of like <laughs> the bliss of ministry? And it kept going like that. I said, Lord, when are you going to do this? And there was a point at which, you know, I, I wish I could tell you when, there was a point at which God pulled the veil and said, Mike, everything that you learned in seminary and in ministry and in your spiritual life, I want you to take the fullness of that into the marketplace. So you're not running on one rail. Yes, you're a business guy. That's what I've made you to be. I want you to take everything, again, that you've learned in the spiritual realm, quote, and take it into the marketplace. So it wasn't on one rail. It was like on two rails. And so that's kind of how the faith and work, and they've never, you know, separated since then.
1: I love that. And I love how that led you to starting the Christian Business Network through a whole bunch of different uh, avenues. People can find it online, ChristianBusinessNetwork.com, ChristianBusinessNetwork.com. In 30 seconds, Michael, just define the Christian Business Network.
3: Actually, you've done a good job already, because we have it listed on the site. And I'll, I'll unpack that a little bit. We're an international community because we have members really from almost uh, representing uh, nearly 100 countries. Mm-hmm. Christian business and industry and ministry professionals, because some people say, well, it's a Christian Business Network, and I'm not in business, I don't own a business, I'm in ministry, I'm in an industry. We say this, if you're a Christian engaged in the marketplace and you want to connect with other Christians who are engaged in the marketplace, this is a place for you.
1: Talking with Michael Chetlin about the Christian Business Network. Check it out online. Christianbusinessnetwork.com. Here's why you should do this. Many of you are involved in networking organizations across the country and around the globe. Some you might be involved in LinkedIn, you might be involved in a BNI group, you might be involved in a local group that I know in Austin they've got the Bridge Builders Alliance. But how do you find out who the Jesus followers are? Across the globe, involved in things in the marketplace, and understand when we say marketplace, we are not excluding those of you that work in the government. We are not excluding those of you that are involved in the education process. We're not excluding those of you that are involved in healthcare. You guys are actually part of the marketplace. But a lot of you have been told, "Well, that's business, and business is different than what we do." Everything you do each and every day is connected to the marketplace because you are a buyer of of things that are produced in the marketplace. You're part of the marketplace. You drive the marketplace. A lot of you drive through the marketplace. Just understand when we say that it's not to exclude you, it's to include you because you are a Jesus follower executing in your calling in your workplace. And the Christian Business Network is a place where you can connect with others just like you.
2: You know, Jim, I just was thinking as we dive into this, I'm thinking of a question from one of our listeners not that long ago where he called you and he said, I'm in manufacturing, but I don't know anybody else who wants to include Jesus in my manufacturing job. You know, how do I get connected? This might help answer some of those questions that we didn't even know how to answer for them. So, Michael, as we are going back to this conversation about the Christian Business Network, you um, you briefly described it for our listeners listeners, right before the break, what, um, what value, what unique value does the CBN bring to Christians?
3: Yeah, that's a great question. Let me, let me comment just one thing with regard to what you're saying about ambassadors, because I just think this is what every Christian in the marketplace, everywhere, needs to remember. We are ambassadors. Know it or not, like it or not, good or bad, we represent and we um, promote Jesus Christ, wherever it is that we are. Okay, so getting to your question in terms of, again, the unique value, um, I would say um, it, it really boils down to the, um, um, really what we provide in, in terms of the, uh, forgive me here, um, boy, the unique value, I think it's really our, our, our global connectivity platform. Mm-hmm. I really think, again, that's part of the unique value that, uh, that we bring. It's... Um, it's unlike. I personally consider it unrivaled in terms of the space. We don't know anybody. It's really closer to LinkedIn, but it's it's got a lot more to it than what LinkedIn, uh, LinkedIn does. So
1: it's like LinkedIn with Ultimately, Christian steroids. Then is what you're talking about?
3: Yeah, <laughs> uh, sort of. And, and 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 essentially, we actually enable our members to connect in more ways than you do on LinkedIn okay? Right. As we say, we empower them to connect and uh, communicate, collaborate, congregate. These aren't just big C words. You really can do this with other Christian, you know, business professionals. But um, so like LinkedIn, they would limit you in terms of the number of people that you can connect and this and that. No, we have no limitations. Whoever mm-hmm. it is you can connect within the group, you can call them, message them, email them, text them, chat with them, whatever it is you want to do. So really the power, again, is, that, is it's a it's a private, it's secure, it's powerful, it's robust in terms of this connectivity platform. That's probably the most important value that we bring.
1: Okay, so it's private, it's secure, it's robust. I mean, so I mean, this isn't something that just anybody can join. This is something where people, there's almost like, is there an application process?
3: Uh, yeah, there is an application process, and we, we, we are not trying to define who a Christian is and who a Christian isn't. We simply say this, we have nine statements of faith, and we have four pledges, because ultimately, these become the, you know, the, the dividing line. And, and by the way, these are far more inclusive, but there are some people who say, well, no, I don't ascribe to that. We say, that's okay, you can join another network. But this is the basis upon which we, mm-hmm. we want the people in the network to feel secure, that they can talk with the other people in the network without wondering, well, where do you stand on this? And, you know, do you believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God, or are you a Mormon? Do you embrace this? So it's not trying to be, you know, the holier-than-now. It's just trying to, again, establish some real biblical standards in terms of this is, not the, this is not the second floor. This is the ground level in terms of, again, what we believe you should embrace. Therefore, you have a higher level of trust when you connect with people.
2: So as people go out to your website, ChristianBusinessNetwork.com, and they're looking to, um, to start the engagement process, what are they actually going to find, and then what are their different options?
3: Right. Uh, let's see. They would go to yeah, ChristianBusinessNetwork.com, and then on the top menu... Um, There is a membership, but really in the About Us, there's a a three-and-a-half-minute little presentation, which is a helpful overview. Mm -hmm. But then they would go to the membership section. There they would see um, the the standards and the services and the benefits. And we we actually give a lot more information than than what people necessarily read all the time. (laughs) We have four levels of membership. Um, uh, um, The first one is free, advocate, associate, business, and premium. In fact, we have priced these to really make it possible for people around the world. You know to be able to say can I afford that yeah if they want the services and the value that the that the paid levels bring they pay for it if not then they can just join again at the free level so in fact it's the longest comparison chart you'll ever see for for a membership it organization is, it is a end. great comparison it is. chart
2: and I <laughs> and and people can at any point they could maybe join for free and then upgrade as they f- understand more yes. of its value right
3: absolutely okay. absolutely yes so, and the m- application process is a little longer than most But, yeah, they can can start and say, let me join in and kick the tires, and then let me see if I want to pay for extra features.
1: Hey, we're talking today with Michael Chetlet about the Christian Business Network. Check it out online, christianbusinessnetwork.com. If you ever wondered, is there a place I can go online to meet other Christ followers who are willing to put their faith out in front of what they do each and every day, sign a pledge? I mean, it's not like, you know, there are sometimes... uh, Different advertising opportunities you can get involved in, where it's got the label Christian on it. Now this is different than that. This is something where you're making, you're saying, no, nope, my faith is at a forefront of what I do. Like Michael said, they have nine statements of faith and four pledges. You're saying this is what I adhere to, and I'm willing to say these things and operate this way so I can be part of this network. Michael, what are the profiles of the typical people that you've got joining this?
3: Uh boy, boy. It really covers the gamut in terms of the profile, but um, I'll say that it kind of boils down to, to this, and which, again, is on our, on our website. They're, they're Christ followers, okay, as, they, as not we define it, but they define it based on the standards. They're really looking to uh, do one or all of four things. They want to prosper in their professions. Totally fine. Look, if you're in a profession, why would you want to fail? Why would you want to do anything mm-hmm. else? You want to prosper your profession. You want to establish trustworthy connections. I can tell you every single person in the network, that's part of why they're there. Trustworthy, trustworthy connections. Mm-hmm. They want to serve people with excellence. I spoke with a gentleman um, last, uh, last week. He is from Algeria, and he says, I want, I want help in terms of how can I connect with people they can help me do what I do better. So, and also to maximize the God-given potential. Anytime we go to Matthew 25:21, we see, well done, good and faithful servant, man, we just really want to do everything we can to help them to, um, to aspire to that and to move toward that, that one day they'll stand before Christ and they want to hear, and we all want to hear, well done, good and faithful servant. We're hoping that the Christian Business Network will help them in a big way along that uh, path
2: and you um mentioned to us when we were um, talking about this um program that you have here which is the christian business network if somebody's just tuned in and they don't know what we're talking about they can check it out at christianbusinessnetwork.com but you really said to us that you want to enable god's people that have the internet available and can communicate in english right but beyond that i mean this has really got an international exposure
3: Oh, absolutely. No, we've, uh, my goodness, uh, I would bet um, the vast majority of countries, as a matter of fact, even in our, uh, our sign-up page, we get, you, you'd be surprised the, the, the number of uh, places that people come and they at least sign up for the newsletter but we do have representation from just about 100 countries. Mm-hmm. Yes, it works on any platform. It works on any you know, mobile device or tablet. works on anything because we simply want to make it accessible. The illustration I like to use is the shoeshine guy in India, okay? Mm-hmm. And, and, and now with mobile technology, uh, I heard a stat recently, there are actually more mobile phones out than there are toothbrushes, okay? so <laughs> That's too bad. Everywhere. <laughs> everywhere. I mean, every, if you have a mobile phone and access to um, uh, the internet and can some way communicate in English, you can be a part of this network. So let me just, I mean, this show
1: is called I Work For Him, and it's all about helping transform the workplaces of every Christ, every Christian into a mission field. How is the Christian Business Network helping people to be able to say, I work for him?
3: Boy. Hmm. <laughs> That's a great question. I think uh, part of it is in the um, is in the community because really what we're hoping to establish over time is not just a network of people, but as the people engage with each other in a variety of ways to uh, to build a community. So. Um, and uh, they'll be receiving. In fact, one of the most powerful things we have is our Wisdom Network resource. That's right on our uh, main page, not in the member area, but in the main page. Mm-hmm. Um, um, there is a resource, and we've been actually given special permission by a number of publishers to republish um, some, some excellent writings from Oswald Chambers and Oswald Sanders and, and uh, Paul Tripp and others. Uh, it's the, the whole point is not just resource. It is vetted, I'm going to say curated resources that, that, it, that we want to expose people to, members and non-members to. They cause them to think again about, you know, where am I in relation to my representation right. in the workplace but me hmm. as a Christian? So having them come together.
1: All right. So before we run out of time, you, we talk about networking groups. Your intro video says you have 6,000 groups with 27 industry groups, 24 LinkedIn groups, 242 <laughs> Facebook groups, and private groups. This is not just a new thing. I mean, I mean, Christian Business Network has been around a long time already. You've got a lot of people involved, and I'm not going to ask you the number because you said you didn't want to have that number to asked today, but you got lots of people. How is this? I mean, how? that's a lot of people. How are they benefiting?
3: Um, hopefully, and I believe, again, they're benefiting, uh, you know, in this way. One is having access um, to the the platform, which gives them access to vetted members, to a wide diversity, actually, of vetted members. Right. But um, vetted being, again, they've had to go through the process of the standards and the pledges and right. things of that sort. So it's a wide diversity. It's a wide variety of aggregated resources.
1: Yeah, that's and, fantastic. And now that
3: we're partnering with...
1: <laughs> it, it, with when we come back i yeah, just really excited you are listening to I. you're listening to i work from radio show and we've been talking with michael Chetlet about the christian business network check it out online christian Network.com. you can also check it out christian business network christian business network on facebook on linkedin and twitter christian Network.com. it's located in baltimore maryland but it impacts people in over a hundred countries and there are thousands and thousands and thousands of people involved and we really think it's a place that you should get involved michael Chatlet, you said that there's four different membership categories but anybody listening to the show today whether they're listening to it right here in the united states on radio or they're listening to it on podcasts in the states or around the globe they can join for free that's the first level right
3: that's correct yeah join for free in fact our core services Uh, We're really offering our core services to people at the free level. In other words, it's not as if, you know, you get this bare bones. No, because you're able to create a profile, connect with members, join blogs, publish your resume. Uh, If there's a private group available, join that. You can join industry groups, regional groups, just a ton of things Mm -hmm. that you can take advantage of at the free level. So uh, let me tell you what we ultimately want to do. We want to overwhelm people with value. And mm-hmm. so we start at the advocate level, then there's three others, associate, business, and premium, and that's at 10 20 or $30 a month. By the way, our most expensive package is less than LinkedIn's least expensive package. Mm-hmm. So once again, we want to overwhelm them with value, but we want to make it affordable as well.
1: All right, so when people get involved, the Christian Business Network, ChristianBusinessNetwork.com, you know, first they sign in, and let's just say that they just, they're in a spot where, all they can do is advocate. They can just do the, the free version of Christian Business Network. Are you going to be hounding them about upgrading all the time? Are they going to get emails going, you need to upgrade? You Are <laughs> you guys, going to be doing that to them?
3: You know what? Uh, we, we really do just the opposite. Perhaps that's not a great uh, commentary on us because, really, they don't get hounded at all. They, they just, you know, we, we, we just continue to um, uh, make our resources available. We send out a newsletter. When somebody joins the group, they're able to actually link to that person and, and introduce them. So, no, we're just kind of the opposite. Um, we, we don't hound them. We really don't hound them at all. The only thing we really send out at this point, again, is some of our devotionals, as well as what we call maximizer tips. We want to help them to maximize their membership. So, really, it's just helping them to, to make best use of it. So, no, they don't get hounded, uh,
2: Well, you know that's a great easy way to upgrade. That's a great point. um, Is the fact that the information that they put out there, you get you get a dashboard, and Jim and I um, have started to um, explore that. But it's really only as good as the information that we take the time to put out there, so that people get to know us. And so I just want to encourage people: don't be fearful to try that free, the advocate level, and really get used to what Christian Business Network has to offer, and then take some at what else there is available because there is um, the opportunity for if you're part of um, let's talk about this a little bit Michael if if people are part of a church or a college and things like that you have something really um, amazing that they can take advantage of as well let's talk about that
3: you, you bet you know whenever I talk about this with uh, let's say a church leader you know or um, a, a, a company somebody within a company um, or even a college People are blown away because when I introduce them to it, they say, I had no idea this was available. So essentially, because we've created this platform, we're not trying to create our own global network. It's the platform. So the mm-hmm. platform, we, we can actually allow churches and companies and colleges and ministries to have essentially not their own private network of one group or multiple groups. May I state an example of CBMC? Sure. Yes, please. Okay, just real quick. So CBMC India, as an example, they, they have over 1,000 members in about 45 groups. Well, they have no way, other than WhatsApp, for them to be able to connect with each other. The uh, directors looked at our, our platform, and they talked about it, and they said, you know what, we're going to bank on this. We're going to use this. And so they're in the process of getting all of their members onto our platform. The big benefit to them is it didn't cost them anything. They don't have to run it or manage it, but they can use it. Not only that... But because they're in the network, they can reach out to very people throughout India, Mm. right? That know nothing about, you know, CBMC, and invite them in to their group, and if they have a meeting, they can invite them to the meeting. So what it's really doing is, it's enabling the body of Christ to function as it should with a measure yeah. of, you know, synergy and, and 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 collaboration.
2: You know, and that, of course, the collaboration, Jim, is one of the things that is a core value for us at I Work For Him, and even individually, that's um, part of our core values. But And then you guys are living that out. And one of the things that I just want to emphasize is the fact that, you know, you, we want people to hear, don't reinvent the wheel, don't spend years yeah. trying to figure out a way to connect your group. There is something already created that um, god has given you guys years of development and refinement and uh, usability so i want our listeners to hear that christian business network is something that is already it's already there all they have to do is take advantage of that and then learn about the groups because i believe that there are groups all over america and the world as you've said in your example that can take advantage of that
1: ChristianBusinessNetwork.com, ChristianBusinessNetwork.com. Michael, how about a testimonial? Before I ask you the question about the private group, because I really want to find out about these private groups and what those are all about, you got a testimonial of somebody that's, that's joined and they've shared with you how it's impacted their faith and their work.
3: Ah, oh, boy, I would say this. We've had um, a number of people, and the funny thing is it, it happens behind the scenes but there are occasions when people come back and they say, you know what, I, I, I was looking for somebody to help me with so-and-so, and right. so I just made some connections. And, but it's like, you know, you wish you could hear that firsthand, but sometimes it takes a while for that to get back to you. But uh, let me tell you what, we have, it's, it's amazing and, and kind of like, um, you know, awesome as well that we create the platform and the Holy Spirit does the work because they're, they're functioning as the body of Christ. You know, one member's reaching out to the other, and then God does his thing. He makes the connection that he chose not to do in another way, because nice. he's using this platform to accomplish that purpose. So we've seen a number of things, we've heard of a number of things. We've actually had people come to Christ as a result of trying to become members of a network, and we, we know that for a fact. And so we never thought of it, about it being an evangelistic tool. It's uh-huh. actually become an evangelistic tool as well. It's like, wow, God, that's way outside the box. So there are many stories, again, about, uh, about God using this platform to, to bring people together to accomplish something that they would not otherwise be able to do.
1: That's all right, great. so really quick, tell us about the private groups. What are those all about?
3: Sure. Because of the the platform that we've created, again, we do have, we have got thousands of groups, all kinds, industry and regional and all this. So when we developed the platform, we thought, wait a minute, why don't we offer this again to, to churches and to companies and to ministries and to colleges? And so that's what we have going on. A quick example. We have a church now. I would mention that, and you would know the church. They're a, they're a mega church, but I won't mention that until they're fully on board. So they found out about this and they thought, well, you know, we've been trying to do this, mm-hmm. but we thought, my goodness, the expense and all this other stuff. We said, guys, we got it for you. We'll create it. We could create for anybody who wants, in other words, and they're, they're approved by the leadership. We would create a private group for the church. And the, the 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 administrators or group ambassadors, as we call them, they would decide again how they're inviting people to the group, but that group that is and it functions like every other group does. Yeah, that group is is only the members, or as they choose, the attendees of that church. So mm-hmm. it lets them again really have a private group online. Um, they don't have to worry about the legalities of well, what happens if something happens in the group? Because you know, is the church going to get mm-hmm. sued? Nope, because the church didn't create it. They're not running it. They're not even paying for it. Okay, we're just creating it for the church to allow the body of Christ in the marketplace inside the church to do their thing in terms of networking. And all business people that I've ever spoken with, they want to do that. They say, well, I don't know who else in the church does this. And so what happens is they look elsewhere. So we've created this again for churches, colleges, companies, and ministries they say we'd love to be able to give our people the ability to network both inside our organization as well as outside that's, and so we simply create that for them is that helpful? That's mm-hmm. very
1: very cool I mean that's really what, you know, that's what the early church did the early church did exactly that and transformed the Roman Empire. We need to transform Amen. our empire. Alright so last question for you Michael Chetlet. as we talk about the Christian Business Network ChristianBusinessNetwork.com. Speak to the I Work for Him listener audience that as they listen to this live on the radio and then as they listen to it in the podcast as it gets spread out all over the country and all over the world just speak to them about why they should become a member today why they should join the christian business network today and it's free
3: yeah uh, anybody and it doesn't have to even be in the marketplace but let me speak to those in the marketplace and and the marketplace i don't care what you do if you're engaged in the marketplace and you're a christian you want to connect the question is the the typical means facebook great fine use facebook but that doesn't cut it because they're not vetted and neither is linkedin So it's a way, and again, it's free. We invite people to join for free. It gives them a place, again, a private, secure, vetted, powerful network in which to use works on any device and allows them, again, to connect and create a profile and to communicate with people. It just allows that community to be part of a community that happens that they're simply not going to get elsewhere. Mm. Is that helpful? It is mm-hmm. helpful.
1: Mike Chetlett with ChristianBusinessNetwork.com. Thank you for being on iWork for him today. Really appreciate you bringing this resource. What we want to do next time we bring you back, we want to bring back some people from across the country that have been using it, and they can give us testimonials on how Excellent. it's impacted what they do. How about that?
3: That'd be fantastic.
1: But Thank you again, Thank you again, Michael Chetlett with ChristianBusinessNetwork.com.
3: Thank you, Michael. Thank you, Jim and Mark. It's been a pleasure.
1: ChristianBusinessNetwork.com Check it out today You will listening to I Work For Him With your host Jim and Martha Brangenberg We're Christ followers Our workplace It's our mission field But ultimately I I Work work For him. Him